Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Horwadell, joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, how's it going? Uh, I mean, I guess it's almost Christmas. Yay! It's Christmas. <laughs> 12 seconds of fair use. Nobody sue me. Yeah. Also, that was did not sound like the song. I mean, it was close enough. I don't funny. know. Everything's just everything's just weird currently. So, you know, my, there's Tuesday football on. There's their Thursday football, there's bowl games, there's, you know, leagues being postponed, everything, everything's out of sorts. I don't know what's going football? on. Saturday football? Saturday football? Double Saturday football? I don't know. It's crazy. A lot of, a lot, a lot of weird stuff going on. Hey, you are, you are a father of two young children. Oh God. How, uh, how are you feeling about Christmas? What's, what's the sensation of Christmas as a, as a young father? I mean, it's cool. Like, especially now that one of them is significantly like like is is a real person right mm-hmm. it's not it's not like oh you're, you're one and you're just kind of tearing at wrapping paper and then hey there's a shiny box mm-hmm. it's a lot of uh that's my christmas for the yeah. record <laughs> good it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of like real excitement which is cool so that's fun like that's we've exchanged gifts with both sides of the family so far cuz people are going to be in different spots on on actual christmas so mm-hmm. Um, getting to see that st- those reactions is always fun, and then we'll see what happens Christmas morning. I expect fun, and and just a lot of gifts and excitement and things like that. So, you know, that's cool. That's cool. I I do envy you in that regard because for me, you know, and I guess uh, I guess your brothers as well. Like it's a weird place, a weird middle ground where Christmas is just like, yeah, it's cool, but like who kind of who cares. You're too old to be getting presents, you know, other than just exchanges with random people. And, uh, and you don't have that fun of giving presents to your kids and seeing that response. So just kind of a day. Yeah, no, I get that. It's sort of like, uh, like when we lived in Oregon, it was, it was much, much like that. Like we didn't come home for actual Christmas cause I always mm-hmm. had to work. Um, and time off wasn't really a thing. So it would be <laughs> like. It would be like, you know, oh, it's just, we're kind of here. Well, we both have off on the same day for once in forever. So, you yeah. know, that's kind of how it went. Well, you know, it's, it's better now. I'm trying desperately to avoid these scores because <laughs> it's weird because it, there's, there's still, the game's going on right now when we're recording on Tuesday are still week 15 games. Yeah. So it, it, I can't even, I go to the week 15 schedule to look at the, uh, the scores from this past weekend and I, these are live. So that's weird. Um, yeah, lots to talk about though. I've got BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We've got week 15 and week 16 in the NFL. You don't get to say that very often. Um, I guess some other leagues are currently getting ravaged by COVID. The NBA's uh, suspended a bunch of games. Including one Sixers game, uh, they magically beat the Celtics yesterday. Although I find, I did you have you ever seen that 
I don't know why I'm asking you this. Of course you haven't. Um, <laughs> That show that was really uh, that it was really popular on Netflix for a while. That uh, the Marie, whatever her name is, uh, like no, uh, the, t- the tidying your home. <laughs> no, I know, I know Marie Han, uh, Marie Kondo. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. it, the, the big question was like, does this spark joy? And if not, you should get rid of it. And what I find to me right now is watching the Seventy Sixers does not spark joy. Watching Philadelphia sports in general does not spark joy. Um, regardless of team, and I'm not even talking about tonight's game in terms of the Eagles and the and the Washington football team. Um, they just everything is listless and lifeless and mm-hmm. uninspiring. It's it's a bummer. It's an absolute bummer. Twenty four seven, three sixty five. We can't even get help from other teams in the NFL with a potential and a potential run when it comes to the the playoffs like the teams that we need to lose always win it's it stinks the Sixers aren't fun to watch plus half the team still sick or out or whatever it is and yeah hey they they signed Tyler Johnson like I didn't even realize they played the Celtics last night until I saw a clip of the the last shot Embiid took and yeah. that was at the end of the game and it's it is crazy too that it's just, it's just not super enjoyable because. Joel has been just unbelievable. I I was tr- I was watching that game live, and I was trying to explain. we Alexa and I were were downstairs. She was uh she was cooking some stuff for Christmas Eve, and I was just watching the game hanging out. And like I was I showed showed her this last shot that Joel hit, and I tried to explain to her like, this is a seven foot two hundred and eighty pound human being, a, a center making this move. Getting the ball 30 feet from the basket, uh, beating a defender with a dribble move, dribbling out of the double team, and taking a, st- a step-back fadeaway jump shot, basically, for the win. Like, this this is Kobe stuff. And th- this guy is seven feet tall. Like, it's, it, he, it's so unique. He's so talented. And yet, the rest of the game is so boring. Yeah, because there's nobody else on the team that you want to be, like, you want to watch. There's nobody else on the team that that feeds that excitement. I hate Danny Green. I hate him. He stinks. I mean, and and don't get me wrong. I loved the trade when we got Danny Green. I felt like he was uh, a guy, or I don't even know. Maybe it wasn't trade. Maybe it was free agency. He was a good piece. No question. It's exactly the guy you needed at the time. But like, like most players, when it it comes to the Sixers, he became irrelevant. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't trade. It was the Horford trade. That's what it was. Okay. But, and he fit, well, it's just a matter of like he didn't age well. He randomly dribbled the ball out of bounds on a perplexing play at the end of the game last uh, last night, and he can't really defend anymore. It, like I was, I was really happy when they got him back on a one-year, ten million dollar deal, and I didn't quite understand how. And now I understand how. My guess is it's because he stinks. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a lot of texts from. Uh, Members of your family. Oh dear God! Um, why? I don't know. I I can't look at it because Matt sent me a oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we Matt and I. Uh, this is going to shock you. Uh, we talked a lot about shoes on the show earlier. <laughs> what a surprise! And uh, you guys. Ga- I know. Weird. We're neither of us is particularly interested. Uh, really, sandals, guys. But um, <laughs> but he's gotten a, just getting like 
notification after notification after notification on StockX right now because people are like dropping highest bids by like $3, which people do and it's annoying as hell. Yeah, I mean, I could see why though. I'm sure they want to, I'm sure they want to just either lower it just a little bit, try to entice people, get a little bit extra cash right before Christmas, that kind of stuff. Um, so I guess it kind of makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, cause let's tell you it doesn't make sense, Greg. We have uh, we have a giveaway going on on our uh, Twitter right now at the Underdog Pods, and I'm giving away a PlayStation Five, and uh, only like 125 people have entered so far. So I'm saying it's worth it. If you're listening, you have a real a real solid chance of getting a PlayStation Five or or, or one of the I Amazon almost, gift cards. I almost wish I could enter. Thank you for understanding that you can't. Because that is not true of all of the people in, in the, who work uh, podcasts with this company. I mean, I've listened to radio for a very long time, and I understand how internal contests work. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a very easy thing to know, that if you're part of the company, you're automatically ineligible to win any of the contests. Like, what? Yeah, this will be a random draw, but I can tell you, if it, if it comes up someone who has a podcast with Underdog, it will be drawn again. I And as it should. Right. As it should. Like, that's a... You can't do that. Can't do that. The fact that... Can we talk about this real quick? Let's, I know, I know yeah. this is a quick change. But the fact that the NFL didn't make both of these games nationally available. Crazy. It's unbelievable. This is baseball level stupidity. Yeah, crazy. And like maybe they did it because there's a bowl game and I'm sure they have agreements and things like that that prevent things. But like what this is the first of all, number one, it's the fantasy playoffs. I don't even care if you fire <laughs> up Red Zone for yeah. the people that, that aren't able to watch these games live. Like, I'm in a playoff game with multiple people on the Rams in a very tight game where I, I, and playing people on the Seahawks is just like the fact that I can't watch the game without having to try and, you know, then have to remove 700 viruses from my computer Mm -hmm. um, is, is absolutely absurd. This is, this is announcing the baseball MVP. Uh, during like Monday Night Football level stupidity, yeah. it's insane. Matt and I were recording when when the MVP got announced. They're just at a random time during another game. Just arbitrary, just arbitrary date picking for Major League Baseball. But this is it is. What are we doing, fellas? Roger, you're better than this. Yeah, especially when we're talking about a game including East Coast teams and West Coast teams. It feels like an obvious five o'clock, eight o'clock start time. Uh, and I understand that there's some issues like if there would be issues with the earlier game because people would have a hard time getting there at five o'clock. But guess what? It's an NFL football game. People are going to find a way to get time. there. That's, or stagger it. Start the seven o'clock game. At, start the West Coast game at seven o'clock West Coast time. Yeah. East Coast people's got to stay up for every sport anyway. You used to do it with Monday Night Football uh, every year to start the season. There would be the Monday Night Doubleheader. We'd get Berman. He'd be out there doing the play-by-play. I think they just stopped doing that like this year. But like it's it to me, this was a very obvious way to have another night full of NFL football. I loved yesterday. I loved the fact that at wow. five o'clock football came on. Probably not great in your house. No, it wasn't um, wonderful. But at five o'clock football came on, and then we had football until eleven fifteen, and then I went to bed. It was awesome for a Monday. And it would yeah. have been awesome for a Tuesday. Instead, I'm stuck watching the 
whatever I'm watching currently, and it's just misery. Not the game, but the fact that it's I can't see the other game at all. Well, Gregory, you're more than welcome to use my uh, my Sunday ticket login because God knows I can't. <laughs> oh gosh, sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's annoying for sure. For sure, it's it's dumb. It's it's ridiculous. Why why you start them at the same time? I don't know. Do do the Sunday ticket people have have this game live right now? Like if you uh, have. Direct oh, that's TV? a good. That's, a, that's are both a, on. Uh, no. Whatever's national, whatever's national to you is blacked out. Yeah, so, but, but at least you'd have the ability to watch both. Is I guess my point. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't watch games that are on national uh, in your area. Yeah. So you would just be watching. I would be watching the Eagles game on on, Le- on, on Sunday ticket right now. Yeah. So like, what but are you doing? You, but you can't. But also. That's another way Sunday Ticket really lags behind, like, League Pass and stuff like that. League Pass, like, if a, game's, if a game begins at, like, 7 o'clock, and I can't get there until 7.45, you have the option, to, the, the option to watch from beginning while the game is on. Like, why, why can't I do that on Sunday Ticket? Why, and, and also, the fact that... The, that I can go. I can turn on League Pass for right now and watch yesterday's 76ers game. Like you can go back and watch any game from this NBA calendar. Once once it's over on Sunday Ticket, which is by the way more expensive than League Pass. Of course it is. Um, the NFL. It's done. You can't watch it. You have to buy Game Pass for that, which is a hundred dollars for the year. Nickel and diamond. I need I need Amazon to get these rights, and I need I need to be able to watch any game at any time whenever I want. Let's catch up to the modern day streaming. Get me off the yeah. satellite dish. Um, like I have a buddy whose dad has had DirecTV for one TV in his house for two plus decades just for the NFL package. Boy, like, he's being it. stupid then because you, you can do it digitally. Okay, now you can do it digitally. Yeah. This is, you're also talking about somebody who's not up on the digital age. Yeah. So, but regardless of digital age versus not digital age, the point of the, the, point of the matter is, is that it, I need I need a swifter, a, an easier way to do this because I'd buy it. I've owned every single league pass for every league imaginable in terms of in major four sports. Mm-hmm. I've owned NHL Center Ice, uh, NBA League Pass, MLB. I've had all of them. I yeah, they like they to used to do a NFL college football game. one too. Yeah, well now there's now there's just so many channels. That it's it'd be impossible for a college football game like not to be televised. Yeah, well, challenging, not not impossible, but I I do I know what you're saying. And on ESPN Plus, kind of functions in that capacity because they do have a ton of games on every week. Yes, but and those you can go back and watch whenever you want. I'm able to watch, dude. Uh, my wife has cousins that play college basketball, like D1 basketball. Uh, not like I guess mid major D1 basketball. I guess is the best way to describe it. Mm -hmm. And like. Some of those games are on ESPN Plus. Do you know how awesome that is? Like for the kids, for people who can't travel around, you know, and go to different cities that are significant driving distance or or potentially even flights to be able to yeah. see those games live. ESPN Plus is uh, for for the money that you pay monthly is absolutely worth the value. Also, shout out YouTube TV for uh, for losing ESPN on the first big day of bowl games and then the next mm. day coming back and getting it. And then charging me an extra $5 a month now because I paused it. So I I put it on pause. Oh, you had the old deal. 
well, yeah, so I did, and they were like, we're going to drop it by this amount of cash uh, because we lost these channels, yada, yada, yada. Um, You know, we'll let you know what happened. So I was like, well, I'm just, I don't know how long this is going to go, and I really would like to watch bowl games. So I activated another, um, another subscription service to, to, so I could get the, the games. And I just paused the YouTube TV thing. It's probably dumb in hindsight, uh, considering of how fast they, they did it. But uh, I paused it, and now coming back, it's like, oh, it's now this price per month, which is, it's a $5 difference. But the fact is, is like, dude, it was paused for less than 24 hours. Like, what are yeah. we doing here? Um, yeah, I played around with YouTube TV for a while. We We had the discussion about cutting the cord when we moved, and it just... It just doesn't make sense for us. It's just, it's easier to not. It is, unless you have multiple TVs. Like, and we only watch live sports. Like, we don't watch anything else live, for the most part. But yeah, sports. They don't air any new episodes of Taxi. Hey, how dare you? Jeff Conaway was a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. It, it's, live sports is literally the only thing. And, like, everything else, the only show we watch currently is Ted Lasso. If my wife wants to watch SVU, she'll watch it on Hulu if she wants to watch something else. If I, I mean, for the last two weeks, I've been rewatching The League. So, that's where my life's at right now. I'm reliving 2009. Chalupa Batman. I just got to that season. Absolutely the best. Right at the beginning of season four. His name that's is Baby be- Christopher, but Chalupa <laughs> Batman. Think I don't know what his name is. Absolutely, what uh, an underrated show. Oh, uh, I mean, great show. Yeah, I mean, I, it's difficult to market show though. Sure, and it is so funny because it was so topical. Like, like uh-huh. the, the the names they throw out there and that you see, it's like, wow, Brent Grimes was in an episode. That is a random name of a defensive back. Well, uh-huh. and they had they had Marshawn on right after the Super Bowl incident where he didn't get the ball at the one. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's. They they did they did some very funny stuff with with the players that they did include, but it's just it's such a it's such like an old man thing to say like oh it's you know I remember that era of the NFL and I do because it was right towards the end of college, just getting out of college and and like we watched every game so all the names are are familiar. They're naming like third and fourth string running backs that I remember. It it was the best, the absolute best. Yeah, it's a shame that um. That what's his name? Uh, Ranazizi is kind of not a great guy, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just what a like a weird thing to lie about. It's a, it's an extraordinarily weird thing to lie about, and it, it to me like I I try to let that sort of stuff unless it's obviously like over the top heinous things that are like. Things that hurt other people, like yeah. you know, the acts I'm kind of talking about. Like I try to block a lot of the other stuff out from really affecting me from enjoying a show or anything like that. Um, so that's good, I guess. So I can kind of put that in the back of my. But when he does pop up on the screen, you're like, I know what you're dumb. I know why yeah. you're dumb. That's you're- oh, just speaking of great shows. Did you see there's going to be a, uh, a a new season, a continuation of Party Down? Ooh, bringing it back. That is fantastic, Newton. That's a good show. I did show. not know that. I mean, that is, I mean, one of the funniest shows, and it's a sleeper show, too, because it's not talked about enough, anywhere mm-hmm. near enough as, as much as it should be talked about, because it was a phenomenal show. Yeah, um, 
launched a number of different people in a ton of different directions. Oh my god, that cast really was unbelievable. Like I mean, that, Ma- Martin yeah. Starr, Jane Lynch, uh, how, how about Adam Scott? Guy. Adam Scott, obviously. Lizzie um, Kaplan. Yeah, it's it is Ryan a, Hansen. An absolutely phenomenal cast. The sh- the episodes are hilarious. It's something that uh, if you've never seen it, it's I think it's on Hulu currently. Yeah, uh, it is. Or, at I, least that's yeah, where I watched it. Yeah, it is. It's one I always go back to every once in a while and just and just you know get into it because it's it's a quick and kind of easy watch too because the episodes aren't very long and it's only two seasons. Um, Excuse so. me. And it's funny Very because great. like they crush, crush, crush the guest stars because of the format of that show. Oh, and it's because it's so easy to to mix them in. It's awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. Diff- they're literally at a different place every single time, and you they just get like home run guest star after home run guest star. Yeah, you really can't beat that. Like, absolutely can't beat it. And then, I, but I'll tell you what, there is. I've never been the biggest Jane Lynch fan, but there is a noticeable difference when they try to replace her with Megan Mullally. Yeah, I never really got the appeal of her uh, in general, not just on that show. Yeah, I'm not the world's biggest fan either, but I, 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 I do, do trust. I trust Grace. Nick Offerman. I so guess <laughs> it's got to be something there. Yeah, I'm not a big Will and Grace guy. So. Really, that seems like your kind of show. I mean, honestly, though, like that, it almost does seem like my kind of show because I would watch shows like that. The, like the they're late. I guess it wouldn't be late '90s, but it'd be mid to mid to early 2000s. Like the shows that would hit syndication, it would air like in the middle of the day on in the summers and things like that. Absolutely, it seems like a show I would watch. Like one hundred percent, it would seems like a show that I would watch. Oh, I'm trying to think. It would be on like t- like shows that would be on like TNN or TBS. <laughs> you ever watch Yes, Dear? A little Mike O'Malley action? No. Ah, oh, come on, man. Yes, Dear with Mike O'Malley. Excellent show. Mike O'Malley's second best vehicle behind Global Guts. Other than that, yes, dear, it is. I'm not a big the Mike O'Malley show guy, uh-huh. but, you know. Please, tell us more about Mike O'Malley. <laughs> I, I, I would. Is Mike that, O'Malley your Kevin James? Uh, no, no, he's not. But that's a, a very good question. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe they have Kevin James playing Sean Payton in that show. I can't believe anybody thought that was a good idea, but I mean, I from the from the people that brought you Hubie Halloween. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I can't believe most shows make the air, depending on what it is. Like it's it's I I haven't seen like even but then you think about it though, and then you think about an idea like Ted Lasso, and you're like that might be the dumbest sounding thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, but it's excellent. And now we'll see. Like I I've I've reached episode through episode nine. That's a 12, right? Yeah, 12 in the second season. So there's three three episodes lingering. I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned at where we're at here. Um, yeah, it's, it's some taken, stuff happens, but it's it sets taken up a, in the next year. It, it's taken a weird turn that is... Uh, I'll tell you this. When my wife is off-put by something, I'm like, all right, well... well so, all right, spoilers for Ted Lasso for the next no, 60 all right, seconds. Fine, we, can do, we can do that. What's he? What's she? What's she taking all back the, by? The, uh, the fact that the owner. Um, her oh, romantic, it's gross. Her romantic inclinations. We'll yeah, I had a way. real. That was one of the things I had a real problem with too. Uh, with with uh, Sam, because I felt like we're in an era where if that was gender swapped, people would be up in arms about it. Yeah, it's it's and it's weird to pull that sort and of. And they double. should be. 
double standard card um and like people yell at you for that not you specifically but like if you try to pull that out with like in in many situations but it's true like that is that is true it would for be... the record i'm totally against that storyline and kind of grossed out by it yeah it's it's a weird it, it didn't i actually thought it was going another way where'd you think it was going uh i mean i thought it was going to ted um mm. and so the show swerved me there was a weird cut scene in one of the episodes where it went from her phone to Ted looking and typing on his phone. Oh, interesting. And that's when I was, I, I was like, mm, that seems like a weird Bill Lawrence kind of show drop in that you really don't pick up on unless you've watched a ton of like, unless you watch a ton of scrubs. Cause there would always be those sort of like, not like, like breadcrumbs basically, but those little secret things that you'd be like, Hmm, that's weird. Yeah. Um, and then she calls him when she's on her way home. After he has the freak out, and she's like, I need a pep talk. Like, that sort of stuff. I really thought that's where it was going to go. Um, so then when it went the other way, I was like, well, that is Yeah, bizarre. did not care for it. Like that we got 12 episodes. Apple asked for an extra two, so we got the two kind of bottle episodes, which were the Christmas episode and the beard episode. Um, they were just yeah, tacked I'm, on. I'm a little interested, because that's the, the episode we have up next, is the beard episode. Where I'm assuming it's him like a solo kind of thing. It is, and I'm, I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> concerned. It, look, it's it's a fine episode. I mean, it's the Christmas episode is way better. The Christmas oh, episode is legitimately episode hilarious. Yeah, um, literally, legitimately hilarious. Like the stuff with Phoebe's breath and just like, are you a doctor? Oh, oh no, <laughs> it's hilarious. Very funny. But um. But yeah, the the beard episode's a weird one, but it, there's there's merit in it, and it ties back to some stuff that we've seen already. It plays with some tropes that I think people th ex you're going to expect some stuff to go one way, it's going to go another way. It, it, it's fine. The end. I didn't love the end of season two. I thought there's some really good stuff in the beginning, like the the, the season which conveniently also exists to get Jamie back in the good graces of the team. I thought that was a uh, that was a good episode. Yeah, that was a very good one. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a good season, and I, I think it's very clear where it's going from here. Uh, from where what you should be seeing, but yeah, it it heads in a direction, and it, it sets up bigger and more interesting things in season three. What are your predictions at, right now? I'm I'm not going to say yes or no in any way, and I won't react in any way. But what are your predictions? I have a feeling there's going to be a uh, Nate, I, I for some reason I always want to call Nate Sam, and I don't mm. know why. Um, not because there's another character on the show named Sam. He just looks like a Sam to me. Wonder Kid, come on. Yeah, well, I I have a feeling that there's going to be some sort of big blow up. Uh, about that guy really reading his press clippings, and I had that feeling well before the Wonder Kid thing even happened. Mm. So, um, I'm I'm that worries me a tiny bit. Okay. Um, I worry about Roy and Keeley's relationship, so I okay. don't know what that's gonna what that's gonna look like. But I feel like they kind of already had their weird little blip, uh, with the whole space episode. Like I feel like that. I feel like that was something. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I also feel like there's a chance that Ted loses the team to Roy because Roy's the better coach because he knows okay. soccer. But I don't know. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see where where it goes in these last couple episodes. Well, give me your reactions once you eventually finish it, because I'll, I'll be, be interested in that. Absolutely. <laughs> but until then, we've, uh, 
We've got some week 16 NFL action to talk about, Greg Crone. Can't believe it. Right? Three weeks left in it, the NFL season. It kind season. of is nice, though, to have that extra week. Around week oh, yeah. 10, I was like, is 18 weeks too much? And now that we're in week 16, I'm like, thank God we get an extra week. Yeah, can't wait to get... Well, it's going to be 20 within five years because they'll, they'll add the 18th game like they have the right to, and then there's going to have to be a second buy in an 18-game season. So we will, we will have a 20-week NFL season by 2026, I would be my guess. Ugh. I mean, I say ugh now, but I, two bye weeks is where I get bummed out. I hate the bye week to begin with. The bye week is frustrating and it's boring like even though you know you have fantasy to sort of hold you yeah, over at least there's football a week of with football is a better is better than a week without football oh i agree that's definitely the case but to me i just i've never liked the bye week even as a kid i didn't like the bye week so i'm gonna continue to hate the bye week so adding a second bye week is a bummer i would watch football for my teams that's what i'm here for yeah, I wonder if at that point the preseason will be entirely done away with, uh, or if it's one game, because it's certainly going to change. But, I don't know, that's a conversation to have over the next 1,500 days, I suppose. One game almost feels unnecessary. Like, like yeah. because like it's necessary in terms of you want to get out there and get real in-game action, that sort of stuff. But, like, the risk of injury for a meaningless one game is bizarre to me but at the same time not having that one game would basically destroy the chances of a lot of guys making nfl rosters as i agree free agents. I, I agree with that 100 percent. so i don't know that's luckily you and i don't have to make that decision on how that's gonna go but uh, i don't know you th- i think you'd be surprised that uh the pool i have in the league office Raj calling you <sighs> always dude who do you think told him to who do you think who do you think told him to move both games to Tuesday at 7 o'clock? Well, Not I mean, me. One of your greatest ideas ever. <laughs> All right, let's get to these games. Uh, we're obviously not going to talk about what's going on right now, but heading to, I don't know, what's tw- the 23rd Thursday night football. I don't know what day it is anymore. The San Francisco 49ers head to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans, and Bavada has the Titans plus three and a half. I mean, the 49ers are hot. They've started to figure it out. The, the biggest difference maker has been George Kittle. Since his yeah. return, they've looked like a competent football team. And then the Titans are just lost. Like, I don't... With no Derrick Henry, they went away from the running game. A.J. Brown's still out. Julio Jones is a non-factor. It becomes a game where everything has to be on Tannehill's shoulders. And that's... We saw that fail in Miami, and we see it struggling here. The Titans' defense will keep them in the game, but... I think the 49ers win. Yeah, what, 23 of 32 for 153 and a pick for Tannehill against the Steelers last week. Yeah, it's not great. Not great at all. It is not. Also, have we seen uh, Najee Harris just kind of hit a wall? Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say a wall. I just think that I think that the offense keeps shifting in a way that isn't, isn't really working. In, like it, three yeah. of his, in three of his last five games, he's had 39 yards rushing or less. I, well, rushing the ball really wasn't his strength the entire season. He's been much more effective catching the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, which is weird because, I mean, he's, he's got 62 catches right now on pace for 71. And he was never a guy who people were like, oh, yeah, that's great out of the backfield. I know. It's, it's, that's why it's a little bit bizarre. That Pittsburgh team is bizarre in general. I mean, they have a quarterback who's, like, non-existent. 
except for all of a sudden in the fourth quarter when uh when like it starts to the the game starts to heat up well i I talked about Tannehill's boring 23 32 for 153 roethlisberger 16 to 25 for a buck 48 (laughs) it was not a not a great showing for old ben can i tell you i hate that pat fryermuth ended up a stealer uh yeah me too it's a it's a big bummer especially considering uh how much i like him but he's like the quintessential steelers tight end right yeah he fits a little too well the uh moving on to the christmas day games the cleveland browns travel to green bay to take on the green bay packers and bavada has the packers minus seven at home man it's it's a tough one for cleveland right now to lose that game as brutally as they did um, mm. against the Raiders. And then the Packers, I mean, the Packers, you could say, are humming along, but not really, right? Like, that, that game against Baltimore, they let, they let a backup quarterback uh, sort of have their way with them. And maybe yeah. they took the gas off the, uh, the foot off the gas pedal just a tiny bit uh, in the second half when they had a bigger lead. And, but it, to, me, to me, that has to be a little bit concerning if you're a Packers fan that defensively you couldn't stop... Uh, uh, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Uh, I I always want to say Brent Huntley. Yeah, I understand. It's, it's it's too similar to me. I don't know why. Um, it really depends on what the Browns look like in terms of players as well. You'd have to assume that you know most of the guys that have been out are back and and you can move forward that way. But I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of like the Packers at home here. The the Browns need to get back to running the ball predominantly. And that's that's the way they can take advantage of. You saw in the second half how much it opened up the game for them. And like, if you don't do that, that's that what your team's built on. You right. can't just drop back and pass. But Nick it's Mullins really tough to fine. do that. It's really he's not fine. It's really <laughs> tough to do that when your starting tackles are out, your number one tight ends out, and you have no no receiving deep threat to to move that opposing defense anywhere away from the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. That's. You gotta get become a get inventive. Watch the 49ers uh plays. Copy some mm. of those. Well, and see if Trent Williams can show up and play left tackle. If only. Yeah, well, that was a move that they should have made, but what are you gonna do? Jedrick Wills. Or just draft uh any of the guys that were clearly better in Tristan Wirfs or Mackay Beckton. But you know, everyone's got their own strategy. I guess. The other Christmas game, the Indianapolis Colts head to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. It's a pick'em at Bavada. Dude, this this game is so intriguing because the Cardinals lose Hopkins for the year, right? And then they yep. obviously get throttled by the Lions. But the question is, is did they come into that game in the right headspace to, you know, play a team that has one win? Uh, you kind of come in thinking, yeah, this is the easy day, no big deal. And Detroit just stuns them, like immediately yeah. stuns them, coming off of getting blown out by Denver. They they just punched them right in the mouth, and the Cardinals had no response. Um, I, I think they're going to have to try to figure out what their identity is without having that big play receiver. Christian Kirk's fine. Whatever's left of A.J. Green is whatever. They have to get the tight ends involved. You have to get Ertz involved more. It, it'll open up the middle of the field. It, you just have to do it. Uh, Connor's been great in terms of scoring touchdowns, but he's not exactly a bell cow. We'll see Edmonds a week back into it what he can do, but I don't know. And then you talk about the Colts who in my estimation, they came out and just 
planted their foot in the ground and said, "Listen, we're here to make the playoffs, and we're we're not messing around." They, yeah. they dominate the Patriots. I know it got close a little bit in the second half, but let's let's be fair. Once that punt got blocked for a touchdown, that game was over. Mac Jones wasn't coming back from that on the road in the primetime game. It just it just wasn't happening. So I just I, I can't see it. I can't. I, Jonathan Taylor's too good. He's too good. And, you know, they prove that they don't need Wentz to throw the ball to be there. They don't need Wentz to win the game for them. That even they can win with defense and running the ball. Well, they were kind enough to uh, to play once enough for that first round pick to convey to Philadelphia, which is nice. Yes. Philly has three first round picks now. Um, it is funny you mentioned the the Lions. Like they just coughed up the number one overall pick in the draft by winning a game that no one expected them to. Uh, yeah. Well, not surprised. That's it's the, it, what inept franchises do, Chris. That's how that works. But you know, remember when the Jets? Uh, and I know neither one of them is setting the world on fire right now. But when the Jets won that meaningless game at the end of last year, and uh, all of a sudden they have got Zach Wilson instead of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, teams know how to do it. They Teams that are bad are bad for a reason, and that's one of them. The Baltimore Ravens head to Cincinnati to take on the Cincinnati Bengals, and Bavada has those Bengals minus two and a half at home. It's for first place. First it place is. in the AFC North. And, I mean... If, I think it, I, I would say it hinges on Lamar playing, but I don't necessarily know if that's the case. Um, the Ravens lose because they're they just they like to play the odds too much. This is where analytics is just like relax, guy. Kit, you have the best kicker in the game. Yeah, kick kick the extra points. Let's play for overtime. You have all the momentum in the Steelers game. You're the better team. Like stop fooling around. You're you're costing yourself games. Three weeks ago, you were the number one seed in the AFC, and now you're clinging to maybe winning the division. And now, if you lose this game, you're hoping that you can maybe make the playoffs. Like, right? This is this is a bit. These are bad games to lose for a team that usually wins close games. Um, I mean, Huntley was obviously fine; he filled in great uh, in terms of that. But they have to take the end of game situations a little bit more seriously. Um, Use Justin Tucker. He's the best kicker in like NFL history. Stop fooling around. Yeah. And then the Bengals. I mean, what, what can you say about them? They went out there and were like, "Hey, we're we're not fooling. We're going to play." I think they played Oakland, right? Mm-hmm. And well, Las Vegas. Um, and they just they put it on them. Like Tyler Boyd with a huge TD catch. Burrow looked fine. Mixon had a down day, which was interesting. The, the bang, just point of clarification: the Bengals was Denver last week, but I know Denver, you're saying. Sorry, the AFC West. Um, but yeah, it was such a it was such a close situation for the Bengals that they're they, they're just an up and down every other week team. You like it, it's hard to predict who they're going to be this week. Are they going to be the team that gives the ball away? Because when they're not that team, they could beat anybody in the league. So can they protect the ball enough against the Ravens' defense? And if they do. They could win this game at home and find themselves at top of the division this late in the season for the first time in since what the Carson Palmer era. <sighs> Crazy, yeah. I, I saw that stat yesterday on the in the Browns game where if they won that game against the Raiders, they were in first place. If they lost, they were in last place in the division. It's Crazy. that tight. It's absolutely crazy. The Buffalo Bills travel to New England to take on the New England Patriots, and Bavada has the Patriots minus two and a half, <sighs> buddy. I mean, this is a Bills revenge game. Has mm-hmm. to be. They won't have Beasley, so that's an immediate hit to them offensively. But 
I mean, if you want to talk about a time that the Bills need to prove something, you're going into Foxborough, 1 o'clock game. You hope that the weather is a little bit on your side, but you never know. Winners in the Northeast, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, but if you want to prove that this is your division, you have to win this game if you're Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. You just have to. You have no other choice. Make Mac Jones beat you. If if Harris is out uh, another week and it's just Ramondre Stevenson and Bolden in the backfield for the Patriots, that leaves them open. It leaves them open to be beaten. And I think the Bills can possibly do that. For the Patriots, I mean, I don't want to say you're playing with house money, but you've already won that first game. Mm-hmm. And losing last week to the Colts hurts, and that's why this game is, is super important uh, for them. But it's not like this loss would be a crippling situation for New England. Um, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. My assumption is they have Miami still left on the schedule, which I'm sure is helpful to them. Um, but, I mean... Win at home, and you're essentially a cakewalk into the division with two games left. So, can Bill do it? We'll see. The Jacksonville Jaguars, fresh off of firing their head coach, head to New York to take on the New York Football Jets, and Bavada's got the Jets plus two and a half. The Jaguars should never be favored against anybody. Hmm. Didn't we not learn our lesson? The easiest bet last week. On Better's Delight, the easiest bet of the week was the Houston Texans' money line. And that was even before Urban Meyer got fired. Mm -hmm. Urban Meyer got fired, and the line went up, and Jacksonville kept going up and up and up. Guys, the Jaguars stink. Like, they stink. The Texans are a bad team, but the Jaguars stink. Like, it is... If the Texans had Deshaun Watson... We'd be talking about contending for a division title mm. because they have Davis Mills and Terod Taylor. It's not the same conversation. They are still a team that has decent talent around them. It's not amazing, but in a, in an AFC South that is, well, if you have Pro Bowl caliber Super Bowl or uh, Pro Bowl caliber quarterback play, that's a team that could potentially make the playoffs. The Jaguars are not that team. They just aren't. It's there is there are a couple of guys who can make a difference, uh, especially if used correctly. I don't know. Maybe use James Robinson the way you should have been using him. I, it's weird. He finally scored a touchdown for the first time in like six weeks um, this past weekend because they actually ran the ball with him a little bit. But the Jaguars shouldn't be favored against anybody. I don't care if the Jets are two and or three and eleven, and especially at home. Like what? Can we uh, talk, can we talk about Better's Delight for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Why is Mike still on the show? It's a good question. I don't know. We had to put it up to the. We had to. We had to have. We had to have a conference, and we're getting very close to that 600 review mark. Mm-hmm. And I heard there was an idea, but I haven't heard the actual idea yet. So I don't know. I hear Mike's gone, and 600 brings him back. Is that what it is? We'll see. So we will see. On the uh, on the underdog a little bit earlier, I uh, I'm imploring the nice people who went and rated and reviewed to withdraw their reviews. We How dare them. you? We want to see the numbers actually drop when the notion of Mike staying on the show uh, was brought up. Uh, that is that is unbelievably rude. Uh, look, <laughs> I just I just want to see rules followed. I am the I am the uh, the analog for the audience here, and I just want to see. Look, there were promises made and they weren't kept. I 
promises made. We'll see if promises can be delivered. We'll, we'll, we'll talk tomorrow night. Um, it, it, it just goofballs. I, I work with goofballs on that show. And and I'm in dead last, uh, very badly dead last too. Like it's not even close mm-hmm. in terms of dead last. It's it's actually the worst. So, ugh. well, better's the light available on Underdog Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast. Check yeah, it out if, if you, you haven't. If you want to win money, just do the exact opposite of most of the things that I say. You'd it's be rich. honestly a really good strategy. You would be absolutely rich. And now let's get back to your picks, Craig. <laughs> Uh, actually, I had a really good week in the NFL this week, so that is that is uh, that is one positive there. But uh, the Jets—I mean, the Jets money line at home. I know. I know. I've I've trashed Zach Wilson day in and day Wait, out. Wait, you, you wouldn't take Jets money line? That doesn't make sense. Jets money not, line sits one fo- minus one forty. You just take the Jets at minus one fifteen. Oh, I I thought you I thought the Jaguars were the favorites. You said that they were minus two and a half. Well, no, the Jets minus two and a half. Oh, well, yeah, then that's easy. Take the two and a half. It's a piece of cake. If Absolute I if I misspoke, I apologize, but I've hey. never once been wrong in my life. Accurate. So, Accurate. So, yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers head to Houston to take on the aforementioned Houston Texans. Bavada has the Texans plus seven at home. Chargers are another team where it's like, hey, maybe, maybe just once punt the ball or take mm-hmm. a field goal. Just do it. Do it just to do it. I know your, your franchise has a history of not having good kickers over the past decade. Uh, outside of, I think, there was a couple years there was a guy, and I can't remember, of course his name is escaping me, but since that guy left, he, they've been just a, a you know, washing machine of recycled kickers. And like, but you, I know you want to score touchdowns to keep up with the Chiefs, but when you leave six, nine, 12 points on the table, like field goals do add up. If you, yeah. And your defense was playing well. Like you, you can't just go for every fourth down. You just can't. You just, you just can't do it. It's not a smart strategy. You have enough talent on that team to, to withstand some of that stuff, especially in terms of a defensive situation. Like there's, there's just no doubt about it. Um, and then the Texans, they got their last win of the season. That's, they they did all they needed to do. Chargers Chargers still crush them, but uh, you know maybe maybe we see what Davis Mills have has, has next year after a game like that. Who knows? Probably not though. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Carolina take on the Carolina Panthers. Biggest line of the week: Panthers plus eleven. They're just not good either. Like they're not they're they're in a complete fantasy world. I know. Like they cut, they they had a kicker injury, like game time decision sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So they had no kicker. Uh, they're giving up fourth and two touchdowns late in games to allow the Bills to cover and me to win my work pick'em pool. Congrats. Like it's yeah, it's it's a whole, it's it's amazing winning a season long against the spread pick'em pool and being like winning at like a sixty seven percent clip. And then hosting a betting show where I'm well below that. I don't know. The world of gambling doesn't make sense. Um, but regardless, the Panthers stink. But the issue is, is the Bucks. The Bucks have nobody. Like everybody's hurt or on COVID. Like that is or suspended for fake COVID cards. Like that. That the Bucks team is decimated all of a sudden, and it came sort of out of nowhere. You lose Godwin to an ACL. Yeah. Fournette's gonna go on IR. Evans is week to week. Um, it, uh, you're gonna you lose 
Uh, they just lost somebody else recently, too, on defense. They gained Antonio Brown. Well, and that's fine. It is, it is what it is to get, to get him back. And when he was in, Godwin was almost a non-factor. So I guess, I guess that tells you a lot. But, like, it is. It is tough sledding if you're the Bucks right now. Um, just a brutal game on Sunday. Getting shut out is, by the Saints is very bad. So I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the Panthers to keep it close. But that's only because of all the Bucks injuries. The Denver Broncos head to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders, and Bavada has the Raiders minus one and a half. I mean, I think I I think if it's a Drew Lock game, and I think everything points to that because of the concussion yeah. to Bridgewater, the Raiders have to be the team here. They just do. Uh, I know they won with dramatics on Monday night um, against that Browns team, uh, but the Raiders feel like a team that still really cares. And the Broncos do too, but it, just from a talent perspective, Derek Carr is better than Drew Locke. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, there's there's no comparison. Um, Derek Carr doesn't get the respect I think that some of the other quarterbacks who've been playing who have played on mediocre franchises do. Um, I really think that this is this is a pretty easy win for the Raiders at home. And finally, Monday Night Football: the Miami Dolphins travel to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. Bavada has the Saints minus three. I mean, Miami's won six in a row. They're they're all of a sudden somehow magically in in a playoff like hunt yeah. it went seven and seven. And New Orleans still they can get in the end zone with Taysom Hill on on throwing the ball. Like it's not it they they just they don't have a passing offense. And it's it stinks, but that's just sort of the situation that they're in. Yeah. Um I, I I like Miami in the game. I just do. I think you know Tua still makes his mistakes, but the, he's able to to get that team over the hump. The Jets had a pretty big lead. He brought them back. They were able to go through everything and and sort of take over. I I, I really liked them in this game. All right, that is the week sixteen NFL slate, uh, and that's going to be it for this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. For Greg Crone, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays, and we will see you back here next week.